Hi, I'm Brian Wise, editor of Rhythms Magazine. Let's continue our series of interviews recorded during Bluesfest 2019 with Imelda May, perhaps best known recently for singing with Jeff Beck's band, but with a solo recording career dating back to the early 90s. Imelda joined us in the Bay FM Q&A tent with her guitarist, Ollie. So don't miss the sensational performance at the end. Hi, everybody. Thanks for dropping by. It's great to be here. My name's Brian Wise with me. Imelda May, thank you for coming and having a chat and performing your songs later. Give her a welcome. Hi. Let me just go back in your career because it's been quite interesting. It's hard to believe that your first album was out in 2002. Was it that long ago? Probably. (laughs) Yeah, I was 10. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you did... you did begin your career, music career, if I can call it that, at, at about 16 playing in bands, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. But you, when I say playing, you were singing and you were, other, you were playing other inst- instruments as well, weren't you? Um, I, start, I was singing. I started yeah. singing. I started learning guitar when I was about 13. Um, and I'm, I'm an awful guitarist. Ollie is amazing, <laughs> which is why I have Ollie. Join the club. I'm yeah. terrible. Um, but I just wanted to learn to, to write, really. I'd never wanted to be a guitarist. I just wanted to learn enough to write. So I started writing at about 13, and so then I started singing at 16. Where was this? In, where in was Dublin. Your in Dublin. In yeah. Dublin, yeah. I was in a little basement um, jam session blues club. It was blues and roots music. And uh, I never went to music college and studied. I just went there, and I learned everything I needed to to know and it was the best education I suppose musical education I could have got and life so yeah I never left well you released an album and, and then you sort of teamed up with Jules Holland didn't you at that a little bit later on yeah a bit later on um I was gigging I was in other people's bands for a long time I was with them um, uh Mike Sanchez which was where I met Ollie Ollie was playing with Mike and um uh, a few other bands, and then uh, I I wrote enough. I, I made an album. Uh, I couldn't get a record deal, so I made the album anyway, and I funded it myself, and worked really hard and sang at every wedding and funeral and function and in the corner of piano bars to to try and fund my album, and um, and then after I made the album, uh, Jules. Uh, uh, an agent of his um, came to see one of my gigs and then he booked me for one gig and then he booked me for the whole tour and then his TV show I got a call that Natalie Cole was supposed to be performing but she was ill and um, would I be on the show so I got my ass over to England as quick as I could and I was on his TV show and then everything kicked off after that and all the record companies were calling and, and I got a good deal I think most people would probably know that Jules Holland's show later with Jules Holland is yeah. kind of a legendary show um, yeah. on BBC. Was it BBC or ITV? Mm. One on the BBC. And uh, Jules, of course, I think he started off with Squeeze and developed this. He's had an amazing array of guests He's on brilliant. the show over the years and, and a fantastic musician. Yeah. Um, and then you went, did you tour, you tour with him as well in his yes. band? 
Because he I had toured... put together a big band. He came to Australia at one stage with the big band. Yeah, yeah no, I toured um, supporting him, open with my, uh, with my own band. Right. And then he'd asked me to join him for a song or two, which I loved uh, to do. And then I was over here with Jules um, on one of the tours. Now, that's, Jules is just one of the quite well-known people that you sang with. Mm. Another one we have to ask you about is Jeff Beck. Yeah. Now, tell us about... Uh, and I've actually seen you singing with, with Jeff, or luckily, luckily enough. Mm. Tell us how that association came about. Um, Jeff came to see me sing. I was singing in Ronnie Scott's in London, and he came to see me sing. And then... Uh, and then it was at a Jules Holland gig... Um, he came to, to, to see Jules I think I was on it and then there's a weird story about a crow I won't go into and it's too long and then I ended up uh, it, Jeff invited me back to his, his place and I stayed for the weekend and we drank a lot of brandy and, um, and jammed and sat by the fire and, uh, and then he asked me to go on tour with him and then asked me to record a song with him on emotional commotion and I love Jeff dearly he's a good friend as is Jules and I'm really really lucky to to call both of them friends they're good good people one of the great things you did with Jeff was the tribute to Les Paul yes can you talk and about Mary that? Ford and oh, sorry Les Paul and Mary Ford yes mm -hmm. uh, can you tell us about that because you recorded it there's a DVD recorded in the club it's at the is it the Iridium or in yeah. New York yeah that that also came about through sitting in Jeff's kitchen and then he was playing and then I started doing the Somewhere there's music, I have faith that you do, 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 do. And he was playing. And then he said, we should do that. And then he knew, um, he knew Les Paul. And then it, it would have been Les Paul's 90th birthday. And uh, Jeff said, let's do a tribute. And then I loved uh, Mary Ford because of, I thought she, Les Paul is known as a genius for, you know, inventing the, solid body guitar and multi-tracking system, but um, Mary Ford was, was hugely involved in that too. And because of her vocals and her ability to, to be able to layer them, he could, he could um, I suppose, probably figure out how he could push it. So I did Mary Ford's part. And then that was filmed for HBO. And, um, and then uh, we went on the road, um, Jeff and I and, and my band, um, for about six weeks. Um, gigging that show around America and Jeff played Les Paul stuff amazingly well and I think um, Les Paul would have been very happy with it because um, he was a massive fan of Jeff's as well as, as much as Jeff was of his. How much of a help to your career was it just being able to uh, have Jeff help you out in, in terms of getting you to sing with him and, and getting you on, on tour because he's got a pretty high profile. That must be great for a, a younger singer being able to get that note, note, notoriety, I suppose, having toured with Jeff. Um, yeah, it wasn't something that I thought about and it wasn't a reason for me to do it. Um, it's not, that's not something that drives me yeah. and it never has. I've had opportunities... And before that, when I was about 16 or 17, with, with people wanting me to, to record with them or for them, that, that didn't interest me um, because it wasn't music that I wanted to do. So that wouldn't, that wouldn't have been a factor for me, uh, as in getting my name out there. For me, it was to be able to work with Jeff Beck. 
um, uh, even if even if we didn't record anything or put anything out, just to get to work with such a, a genius uh, um, as him, that's what I was wanting to do. Just to to to, I mean, it's great to work with. I got to sing with amazing people, Lou Reed and Robert Plant, and all these great artists and Ronnie Wood. And but but to be near people that are that talented, um, for me, is a massive thrill. Um, and most most of you know these legends are really enthusiastic, and that's why they do it too. And they're just a lot of fun to be around. It's 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 kind of um, it's catching, you know. You've gone from one legend in Jeff Beck to an American legend in terms of producing with T Bone Burnett. Yeah. So how, how did that occur? Because T Bone T Bone seems to be everywhere. When you look at soundtracks on TV, and he's T Bone's brilliant. It? I went and I wrote um, I wrote my album. I wrote um, I had a change of direction with what I was doing. I hit a glass ceiling with what I was writing before. And I got a bit disillusioned, and I thought I was going to just scrap everything and start again. And uh, and then I just went quiet, went off on my own, and I wrote um, an album that I was happy with. And then when I listened back to it, um, my record company asked, "Who would you like to produce it?" And I'm a fan of T Bones. I said T Bone Burnett, and it sounded like he would be the right man for what I had written. I thought the vibe would work well, and just asked him, and he said, "Yeah." Simple as that. He's got fantastic taste it's in music, brilliant. as you can hear with his production on, say, Robert Plant and Alison Krauss, mm. and on the TV soundtracks that he's done. Mm. But his own music that he makes is kind of weird. What, what is, it, it, what's he like? Weird is good. Yeah. Weird is always good. What was he like to work with in the studio? Weird and good. Weird, <laughs> <laughs> weird in what way? Um, T-Bone has his ways yeah. um, that I love and we got on like a house on fire because cause I have my ways as well. And, um, and I know what I want. Um, and he liked that, I think. Um, and I, I'm also, I was also open to, to change too, you know. There's no point in working with somebody as brilliant as that if you're not willing to learn anything um, and so I was open to to his suggestions and we'd sit down and discuss them but one thing that I loved about T-Bone that I didn't know before working with him was that he does a lot of um, pre-production or, or work before you get into the studio and then once you get into the studio he kind of he, he leaves a lot of it to just flow um, so he, he said to me we sat and went through each of my songs and he wanted to know what references, where my brain was in each of those songs. So I'd be referencing, I'd be saying, this one for me, I see David Lynch, or this one, you know, it's red light. I'll go to quite visual, I'll describe my music yeah. visually. And um, so we went through every song like that. And then um, he got the right, he said, I'll get the right musicians, the right time and the right place. And then magic will just happen. On then you let let the magic happen. So tell us about where you recorded so it. Back a so, lot sorry, as well. tell us about where you recorded it. We recorded in the village in um, in LA, mm. and I had um, Mark Rebo on guitar, and Jay Bellarose on drums, and Zach Dawes on bass. That is like one of the great yeah. combos of all time, yes. isn't it? Mark Rebo on guitar, incredible yeah. guitarist. And Mark is fab, yeah. and uh, he's I call him the scientist. He was. 
you know, he gets his glasses down onto the end of his nose and he rocks out like crazy and he's a he's a brilliant guitar. I mean, I've been really lucky to work with some of the best in the world. And Mark is definitely one of them. And, and we had a lot of fun. We record, I recorded um, the whole album in seven days. So we just got into the studio and recorded it live and it was just a fantastic experience, yeah. T-Bone's one it. of those producers where whenever you see his name on something, you have to check it out and you know it's going to be good. T-Bone's amazing. He, I remember one day he asked me, what would you like to drink? And I said, uh, I said, I don't know what I'm in the mood of. So I was doing vocals that day uh, for a couple of days after the musicians had left. I was, I was um, cha changing a couple of bits. And he said, what would you like to drink? And I said, uh, don't know what I'm in the mood of. He said, do you like wine? I said, yeah. Yeah, I love wine. He said, do you like gin? I said, yeah. He said, I'm a, having a vodka. Do you like vodka? I said, yeah, I like vodka. He said, Co what about coffee? I said, yeah, I'll have any of them. Any of them. Water, coffee, vodka, any of them. And he said, okay. And I, I went off to get my bits and pieces, and I came in to start singing, and there was a table beside the microphone, and there was wine, vodka, gin, <laughs> coffee, water. <laughs> I hope you sang before you drank them all. I'm not telling you. <laughs> before we, uh, before you, we get you to sing a song here with Ollie, um, I believe one of your biggest fans is Bono. I'm a fan of his as well. And, yeah, and mm. he's given you, has he given you some encouragement or some... Constantly. Hint? Yeah. Yes. He, he would do that, wouldn't he? He's fabulous. Um, he's always at the end of the phone if I need him. And, um, and me for him as well. Not that he, he does, but I mean... Um, uh, I had I had way too many songs um, on the last album, and I got it down to about 18, 15, and I and, and I needed, you know, 11. And I sometimes if it's your own stuff, it's hard to 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 hear it with fresh ears. So I didn't know which ones to keep, which ones to drop. Or there was one song I was gonna let go and. Anyway, he said, send them to me. So I sent them and he listened to them all. And he said, the one that you were keeping, get rid of that. The one that you're getting rid of, keep it, just fix it. It's not ready yet. And uh, so he was a, a great help. And he'd always keep me directed to, to art, you know. Because, um, you know, I'm on my own. I'm going to listen to all these record companies. And I ignore them most of the time, which they know. And I get on and I do what I want. And he, he, he's good, he, he'll back me up on that. And I'd say, the record company are asking me to compromise. You have to sometimes. And he'd say, you know, you want to make a popular record? You want to make art? I'd say, art, art, art. So he'd keep me on the straight and narrow. Well, you've got some pretty or handy not. friends. And thanks very much he's for coming and having a chat to us. And you're going to do a Thank song you. for us. Thank you. Thank you very much. What's thanks for asking me lovely questions. What song are you going to perform for us? No idea. <laughs> okay, what song are we going to do, Ollie? What we do, uh, let's do Six Sense, maybe. This has got a T Bone vibe, I suppose. Um, cool, yeah, let's do Six Sense. Again, one kiss closer to kill. My resistance to your kind of thrill in your lips Let me know that you're real 
commit this crime can't ignore You got my love staying head on the floor So I surrender Can't take it no more I got a six Just can't shake it away 